When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, it is, and thanks for your company. Get involved with the show uh, via text 0457 736 736. Keep them coming through. Uh, Bondi Jack, I'll read yours and yours, Reptile. Uh, gee, I like that. Uh, before, we're just ch- ch- chatting to Jaleesa Apps from Channel 10. I thought that was really, really quite funny that she was absolutely craving for um, a chicken schnitty. She wanted a chicken schnitty, so she went to her local club at Ride Eastwood, and uh, she had to talk to us, so she found a quiet area so she could do that. So poor old Jaleesa's gone into the smoker's lounge, and she's been booted out, um, I think because she wasn't smoking. It's a funny old game. Alex Brosk joins us. Good evening to you, champion. How are you, mate? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Uh, you ever been booted out of a, a club or a smoker's lounge? Uh, not really, no. No, no. good. You're a clean. Not that I can think of. You're good, good. You're a clean skin. Clean skin. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, we're going to play a bit of um, Bozzer a little bit later on too. He's a, he's had a bit of a, a, an unload, and, and I know he's mates with Graham mm. Arnold. But uh, disappointing, hey? Uh, disappointing, underlined, and in uppercase, um, the, the result this morning. It was, yeah. Look, unfortunately, with the uh, situation the boys were in, we just couldn't afford any slip-ups, and... Um, and that's exactly what we got. I mean, it looks certain like we we're going to uh, hold on for the win there after Aaron Moy scored uh, what looked to be the winner. And then, as seems to be uh, the case a lot in our Socceroos history, it was a uh, heartbreak right at the end with that penalty. So just for our, for our listeners again, and, and some will say, yeah, Chris, we know all this. But So that draw, it leaves us three points behind second place Japan in Group B, um, the third round of the, the World Cup qualifiers. So only the top two go through automatically. Um, so finishing third, if that happens, will mean we have to survive two more sudden death qualifiers. One, I think it's against South American opposition or maybe Asian opposition first, isn't it? And then South American opposition for us to qualify um, for a fifth World Cup. It doesn't look, um, it doesn't look optimistic, does it? Uh, look, definitely not. I think ever since, uh, I think it was only a month or two ago that they made that change and um, pretty much decided that the third, you know, the qualifying nation from Asia would have to face the fifth best from South America. I think uh, everybody was thinking straight away, we don't want to, we don't want to finish third. You don't want to be playing a South American country. Not when you look at the countries that they have uh, fighting for that fourth and fifth spot, which uh, you know, Uruguay, Chile, Colombia. Um, I mean, they're massive, you know, powerhouse nations with some world-class players, and uh, you don't want to you don't want to be facing them. I think things our chances are very very slim if we uh, have to face them. But in saying mm-hmm. that, you're right. I mean, we're we're three points off Japan, four points off Saudi. They've got relatively easy um, games outside of the ones mm-hmm. against us, and we play them both. You know, so we quite simply we have to win both games now. Against if if, both Japan at home and Saudi away, which is very, very difficult. We beat Japan at home and, and beat Saudi away. 
Um, do we then have to w- wait on other results, or that will qualify us? So you were you've done. Those... I'm, I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain that if we win both games, that that, that will be uh, that should be enough. Look, it still may even come down to goal difference, which uh, you know mm. we have quite a few goals on Japan. Um, so yeah, I, I'm almost certain if we beat Japan and Saudi, uh, then we will go through as one of the top two. But um, look, we we did ourselves no favors when we played both of those in the first round. You know, we lost to Japan away. We drew here. If we'd gotten more out of either one of those games, then we'd be in a different position altogether. So, look, we are where we are and, and sort of deserve to be there based on on those performances. Where do we point the finger then? Uh, how much of the responsibility <laughs> um, is is for, for Graham Arnold to, to wear? Look, ultimately, it, unfortunately as well, that that's where the, uh, the blame will go. You know, I mean, we'll look into it, but... You know, it hasn't been easy for Arnie in saying that. I think out of look, most of qualifying, he's played, I think, only two games at home, you know. So that, that makes a big difference. When you're playing, the, the home ground advantage is, is such a big uh, factor in, in these Asian qualifiers. And we have, we've had none of it, you know. We've only had two games at home. You know, I don't know how many games. So, look, I do feel for Arnie, um, you know, when it comes to this. As, as well, all the COVID disruptions, you know. A lot of these Asian teams have been together for weeks preparing for matches, whereas we haven't, you know, and then all the COVID disruptions and the travel and all that, it, it, it's probably been one of the most difficult qualifying um, phases we've ever had to have had to face. And, and uh, you know, poor Arnie is sort of um, mm. the coach of, uh, of the team that has to go through that. But in saying that, I mean, look, his shoulders are big enough. He'll wear whatever comes his way. Uh, you know, I did hear that Bozza has made some comments, but uh, which which comes with it. Um, yeah. But look, he's got two games to go. Arnie's a very positive and optimistic guy, and, and no doubt all his words from now on will be that he still believes that, uh, that the boys can do the job. Oh, we'll have a listen to Bozzer in a minute. Just before we do that, I, I was saying earlier, okay, um, I'm talking to Alex Brosk, by the way, to our listeners. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a casual soccer fan, football fan. I watch a little bit of A-League, and I'm being totally honest with you, mm-hmm. Brosky. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I will always watch if we're playing World Cups. I will if 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 we're in the Socceroos or Matildas, it's must it's must see television. For I think for a lot of people like me, that's the one occasion where we will actually come and watch the round ball game. You know, it would be just so so disappointing if we don't make it. It would be. Look, I think that's the same the same for most uh, of any sport. You know, I think if the uh, you know, the Wallabies that are in a World Cup, for any casual mm. rugby union fans, they'll t- tune into that. The rugby league as well, same thing. Whenever the national team's playing in any sport, you know, everybody in the country gets behind it. And, and the World Cup is, you know, the biggest event in the world, you know, probably um, alongside the Olympics. So mm. I think it's it would be devastating and, and uh, for, for Australia not to be there. Uh, we've experienced it so much in the past, but... You know, thankfully, through this new route that we now go through with Asia, we've found it a little bit easier and, and been to the last four World Cups. And um, mm. it's just become a part of, uh, you know, every four years knowing now that Australia is going to be in the World Cup and yeah. everybody tuning in at all hours of the morning to watch. I mean, I can't even sort of uh, mm, imagine Australia now not being there. I but know. It, has be- it, well, it has become, you know, almost take it for granted and, and locked in. We are a World Cup nation, but now we just... 
Um, well, it's going to be fascinating to see how we get there, and let's hope we do get there. Just talking back to Mark Bosnich, he's had a, f- a few things to say this afternoon on Drive. Uh, he is he, mates with Graham Arnold, but obviously he, he can't wear that hat, and he's, he's, he's called it as it is, how he, how he sees it. And I guess it also comes just a, a few days after, too, the uh, Matildas were, were dumped out of the, uh, the Asian Cup, too. So um, it doesn't rain, it pours. Let's just hear a bit from Bozza now. The thing about Australian football, uh, it needs a complete reboot. Now, I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible um, because I could just go on and on and on. No, uh, no we've got three hours, we quali- mate. Come on. Fill it I up. know, but it doesn't matter. We can keep coming back to it. Whether we qualify or not, the whole thing needs a complete reboot from top to bottom. All right? The leagues, and when I say the leagues, the A-League and the MPLs, they need to align. The grassroots is all over the place and has been for quite some time. The fees are completely out of control. And we are producing robotic players, completely robotic players. And you've seen as well, um, you know, with the Matildas, uh, especially when they when they went one goal down, uh, with the exception, you have to say, of Sam Kerr, it's pretty similar. And apparently it's pretty similar what's going through. Now, on the Socceroos last night, um, regardless of robotic players or not, and regardless of anything else, you should not be drawing with Oman in an important World Cup qualifier. Okay, there is a um, Alex Brosk is joining us uh, back on the line now, and that was Mark Bosnich talking about a few things there, and he went on a bit later in the interview too with some uh, more hard hitting <laughs> stuff to say. But he's paid to speak his mind. Um, is Bozza? Do, do you think the system needs needs some some tinkering, or as Bozza would say, an overhaul? Um, look, I think it's just a, a very broad sort of statement to make. You know, mm. of course, everything could do with improvement, you know, and I think Australian football, it's always been that way. There's always been so many issues and, and it does start from the bottom. It, it goes all the way through to the top. It, there have always been issues there. They haven't entirely been fixed. I think it's, it, you know, with someone like Danny Townsend coming in at the, to head up, you know, mm. Football Australia it is a good appointment. I think he's someone who knows the game. He played it at all levels. And, and, and understands things from a business point of view as well. Um, but he has that, that mix in both. So I think his appointment is a step in the right direction, but it does. I mean, the fees that he's talking about are out of control at junior level. Um, it, it's, it keeps a lot of kids out of it just because mums and dads sometimes can't pay the fees. There's a lot of things he, he spoke about there, robotic players. I, I sort of understand that. I, I get that feel when I'm watching games as well. I don't feel that there's players, I, I don't see emotion anymore. I don't see any passion, any feeling. And, and I, I don't know why that is. I wonder why that is. I wonder if that's because we're being, kids are being coached uh, and, and you can't, you almost can't get upset with kids anymore because they don't react in a positive way or parents get angry. But it, it's part and parcel of sport in a way, you know, where, you know, if you're doing the wrong thing, you sort of get yelled at and you get put in your place sometimes if you need it and, it and it toughens you up it hardens you up it gets you ready for those big moments in big games and when you go down one nil or two nil, two nil you know how to respond because you've had that experience you know and i, I don't seem to I, I don't see that at the moment so i understand mm-hmm. that side of it as well but the whole well, system needs a, a, an overhaul is uh look again a, a big statement and where do you start you know i mean i guess you'd probably have to be a bit more into detail and on yeah. on on what he means, but um, no, yeah. look, it, it is good. I mean, people do need to make have opinions and, and, and say things the way they are. All right, Broski, we'll have to leave it there, mate. Again, as always, thanks for joining us.